Instead of giving a homily today on the readings, I'm going to give a sermon on a particular topic. As we follow Jesus through the four Gospels, there are moments where he clearly is wanting to invite his disciples to make another step closer in their relationship with him. This happens all throughout. For example, he says to them, uh-oh, I'm having another junior moment. God bless us. Here we go. Ah, he says, if you love husband, wife, father, mother, siblings more than me, you cannot be my disciple. And what he's saying there is, are you willing to take this next step? Are you willing to be like me, where my relationship with God the Father is first? Are you willing to allow my grace to enter your life and to restructure all your relationships so that I and the Father are first in your life. And any disciple that does this, that makes this step, realizes that we are capable of loving spouses, parents, siblings, friends, much greater when God is first. And so they take another step closer into Christ. He also said at one time that if you are to follow me, you must renounce all your possessions. And as they make that step, as they open themselves to this powerful grace of God that allows them to become more detached from the things of this world, they realize that now they can use the things of the world in such a way that does not harm them, that does not diminish their freedom to live for God and to give their lives for others. Jesus will say at another time, if you are going to be part of my kingdom, you must become like me childlike. And what Jesus is inviting us to do there is, are you willing to give up that pride and become like me, open, surrendered, and dependent on God my Father and to discover the joy that comes from being free to trust in the Lord at all times. And they make another step deeper into Christ. And there's a moment where he offered them the opportunity to come even closer when he said, if you would follow me, pick up your cross daily and come after me. Will you even share my cross? Will you bear your share of the hardships and the suffering 
that come with establishing the kingdom of God in your hearts and in the lives of others. Will you share that with me, is what Jesus is saying? And they make another step deeper into Christ. Jesus is doing that with us all the time. And this is what allowed his disciples to become so closely bonded with Christ that they were able to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and bring this saving, life-changing gospel into the world. My sisters and brothers, God is giving us such an opportunity to make another step deeper and closer in our relationship with Christ. God is giving to us an adoration chapel that we are going to open on October 22nd. And what that means is that this silent, humble, gentle, yet powerful presence of Christ in the Eucharist is going to be accessible to us 24-7. And because of that, if we take this opportunity, that chapel is going to become an epicenter of grace that's going to ripple into our lives and beyond our lives into the community and bring many, many fruits that we will be so grateful for. And for those who have made such a commitment, they share all the fruits that come from that experience. And there are three very quickly that I want to share that many people speak of who commit to spending a special hour with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. First, it changes our whole experience of the Mass. When a person spends that intimate time with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, it cultivates a deeper living faith and love for Christ in the Eucharist. And then that is brought into our celebration of the Mass. And it allows our communions to be more fruitful in the way that God desires. We have to get away from this attitude that continues to prevail in the Catholic Church even today. The attitude that the Mass and this gift of Jesus to us in the Eucharist is something that we must try to bear and tolerate, that we must get, get it done in the shortest time possible so that we can check a box and fulfill an obligation. That attitude will never bear the fruit that God desires for such people or this community. 
The second fruit. If you and I make this sacrifice, this will allow Jesus, it'll be a powerful way to allow Jesus to remain the center of our lives and everything that we do here together. Every one of us knows how easily we become distracted, how our life experience in this culture is the competing of many other things for first place in our life. And we all know how God can drift to the edge, to the periphery of our lives, and not be able to influence them in any life-changing way. What people find is when they spend this time with Jesus in the Eucharist, it allows God to remain first. Third fruit, Jesus said at the Last Supper, Remain in my love. Remain in my love. And those who make this commitment often say, it is a moment in their day, in their life, where they can unplug and just sit with Jesus and be affirmed in Jesus' love for them. It allows us just to let Jesus look at us with that tender, loving gaze, to allow Jesus to express his desire to listen to us, his joy in being with us, his desire to walk with us and help us. It makes a difference in every aspect of our life. This is why Pope Francis and many of the popes before him have encouraged this practice. In fact, he says, I want to encourage everyone to visit, if possible, every day, especially amid life's difficulties, the blessed sacrament of the infinite love of Christ and his mercy, preserved in our churches and yet often abandoned, to speak filially with Jesus, to listen to him in silence, and to peacefully entrust ourselves to him. We're not asking people to commit every day, but at this moment, I'd like to invite all of us to consider at least committing for one hour each week. Now, there are already over 100 parishioners that have already made this commitment at St. Peter's. And maybe you've been away all summer. Maybe your life has been rather full like mine and you haven't had time to prayerfully consider making this step. Maybe when you do this, you may find at this time, maybe you will not be able to make this commitment. There are other ways that Jesus invites us to come close. If you are not able to make such a commitment, I want you to be at peace and not feel guilty. I'm not giving this message in order to make anyone feel guilty. All right? 
I will never do this. But I would hope that every single one of us will seriously and prayerfully consider making this sacrifice and discovering what so many people have talked about as a life-changing experience. My mother makes a holy hour every single Wednesday, and she cannot imagine her life without this. And I can say the same. I get to do it every day. But that, that's the source from which I live. But at this time, just feel free to take a moment to think about how you can make this sacrifice, this commitment. Amen?